Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yeah, hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell. Hope you all had a good weekend. It is Monday, the 13th of March, 2023. A shortened Tradies News after the EPL. We'll get to that in just a second. Daniel Pedgrew with you, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SEN Q 693 AM in Queensland, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast, all before Vossi and Brandy for breakfast in about half an hour's time from now. Queensland listeners, you'll get the first hour of Vossi and Brandy, then Patton Heels along at 6am local time, one 1170 our open line number, and you can text 0457 736 736. What a weekend of sport. We will get to it all in just a second. But just before that, uh, if you were just listening to our coverage there of the English Premier League, good win for Newcastle. Newcastle United 2 over Wolves 1. And that uh, completes this round of the Premier League. We'll have a complete wrap with John Gallo tomorrow morning. But Newcastle 2, Wolves 1. Arsenal also overnight defeated Fulham 3-0. Um, and then across the weekend, some interesting results. Man United had a draw at Southampton. And Man City beat Crystal Palace 1-0. Uh, Tottenham got a win over Nottingham Forest uh, 3-1. Chelsea also got a good win over Leicester City 3-1. Uh, Leeds United and Brighton had a 2 all draw. Everton won over Brentford 0. That's really interesting in the relegation race. And Liverpool, after their big win against Manchester United... Lost 1-0 to Bournemouth. But we'll wrap all that up with John Gallo tomorrow morning on the show. one 1170 our open line number, or you can text 0457 736 736. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, built tough for Aussie conditions. Ask your plumber for Australia's favourite and install a ream. All right, we did this last week. We'll do this most Mondays. Quick fire. Of course, I only got half an hour this morning. In terms of the NRL, um, and we can talk about the other sport, of course, the Sydney Kings, the cricket going on, boxing yesterday, but let's start with the NRL. Your best, your standout performance of round two of the National Rugby League, the worst performance of round two of the National Rugby League. I, I have a feeling I know who is going to be the worst performance. And also the surprise of round twenty, uh, round two. So your best performance, your standout performance, your worst performance, and the surprise performance of round two of the National Rugby League. Let's go through the games now that were played. Pat, to 16, Rabbitohs 10. We talked about this on Friday morning on the show, uh, the Panthers bouncing back after that round one loss to the Brisbane Broncos. South Sydney, uh, not too bad at all, but uh, in the end, Panthers just too good. Um, but then let's look at the matches we haven't been able to speak about yet across the course of the weekend. Sharks 30, Parramatta 26. This was a really entertaining game on Friday night. I thought very high scoring. I doubt either coach Craig Fitzgibbon or Brad Arthur would be particularly happy with the defence that was shown by both teams. But at the end of the day, highly entertaining match for a 6pm Friday match. And now the Eels, last year's grand finalists, zero from two. And they have a really tough draw coming up over the next few weeks as well. And I've got Manly this Thursday night, followed by Penrith, I think it is, and then the Roosters. That is a really tricky draw. Now, look, Parramatta have a good side and 
could easily win all three of those matches. But I was asked on Saturday if they don't win, say the Eels are zero from five, um, surely then some pressure under Brad Arthur. I'm not saying he would be sacked. He wouldn't. But that would not be a great start to the season. The Sharks, they got their uh, important first win out of the way. I thought they were very good. I thought Will Kennedy very good at the back. So well done to the Cronulla Sharks. But Parramatta, a lot of people had them. Well, I think most people had Parramatta slipping down the eight anyway. Does anyone now who had Parramatta in their top eight have them missing the top eight on their opening two performances? And if you are a Parramatta fan, you're a little worried. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Broncos 28 over the Cowboys 16 on Friday night. Really good performance by the Broncos. The Cowboys got off to a good start, uh, but the Broncos in particular in that second half were very good. Uh, the Cowboys, we know uh, Scott Drinkwater will be under uh, some scrutiny this week um, after uh, that hit broke Corey Oates' jaw. It was bad to see, but... Reese Walsh, his first game at fullback for the Brisbane Broncos. He was very good. And the Broncos, who we know had a really poor end to last year, to beat the Panthers and then beat the Cowboys, two other premiership contenders uh, this year to start off the year. They couldn't really ask for any more. So well done to them. 28 points to 16 over the North Queensland Cowboys. The Cowboys, not panic stations yet, but I think the first couple of weeks, although they did beat Canberra, They've probably been a bit off the mark. Definitely not as good as we saw they were last year. But long way to go. Uh, 28 points to 16 Broncos over the Cowboys. Then on Saturday, three really intriguing games. The Roosters 20 over the Warriors 12 at a very warm Allianz Stadium. Um, it was a good performance, I suppose you could say, by the Roosters. And the Warriors did very well to hang in there. Um, got it back to 18-12 at one point in time. And you thought when they did that with about 10 or 15 minutes remaining, that you could see them scoring another try. The Roosters were without a lot of players, and it was a hard-fought win, but still far from convincing in my eyes. Um, I thought Lindsay Collins, though, was immense on Saturday. Of course, they had no Hargroves. They had no Lodge. Um, Collins basically playing the whole 80 minutes. I think he might have had a break for two or three minutes, and that's about it. He That was probably the best game I've seen Lindsay Collins play in club colours. We know how good he is at Queen, for Queensland. Um, no Brandon Smith for the Roosters for most of that match. Picked up a back injury. is in some doubt for their match against the South Sydney Rabbitohs this Friday night. And the Warriors, I saw their coach Andrew Webster in the post-match press conference saying he was happy with how gutsy they were um, and how they kept fighting. Um, so some good signs for the Warriors as well. But the Roosters off the mark in 2023, and they needed that win as well. The Dolphins, who would have seen this coming at the start of the year? Two from two. Dolphins 20 over Canberra 14. Now, I only admittedly saw bits and pieces of this match. But the Raiders, from what I saw for a long part of the match, were in control. Um, until uh, the Dolphins, in that really in that second half, stood up. Kafusi again sensational. And at home, they're two from two. They play the Knights. We'll talk about the Knights in a second. They play the Knights on Friday night in Newcastle. And you wouldn't put it past them to be three from three. Um, no one, I don't think, really saw this coming. And maybe we did underestimate the Dolphins. I think maybe it's becoming quite obvious that we did. My question mark, I suppose, on the Dolphins still is the side that they've played last week, the side that they played uh, against the Roosters and the Raiders, very good. 
It's when they pick up some injuries, which every team will do. Inevitably, that will happen, and it is their death. But a great start. The Raiders, they're zero from two as well. Um, lost by a point last week to the Cowboys, then by a try on Saturday night against the Dolphins. Not a great start for the Canberra Raiders to the start of their year. Now, the Bulldogs 26 over the Melbourne Storm 12. This may be the most surprising result of the weekend. Although, I said in the preview with Charlie on Friday morning that, look, I did tip the Storm, but I I thought that if the Bulldogs could show up, they were a chance, um, then they could keep Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes quiet, and that's what they did for the most part. The Storm hit back a little towards the end of the game. But the Bulldogs were very good, and it's kind of what we expected the Bulldogs to be last week um, against Manly. But they were very good. And I think there may be, and it's a long way, and you never want to write off the Melbourne Storm, but I think there might be a few question marks on the Melbourne Storm this year. Now, yes, no Cam Munster didn't help. No Ryan Pappenhausen doesn't help. Now, Munster will be back in a couple of weeks, and he will definitely help them. Pappenhausen, we're not entirely sure when we will see him on the field again, hopefully sooner rather than later. But without those two, there was definitely some cracks in that Melbourne Storm lineup. I think with Munster back, they're definitely a top eight team. I think with Pappenhausen back, clearly they're a top eight team. But a young squad uh, with a few senior players when they were on the field um, and they were showing up on Saturday night, that was a really good win by the Bulldogs, I think. What we may see with the Bulldogs this year, they may be a little inconsistent to start the year. But on paper, they've got a very good side. Um, And we expected them to show some improvement, and they did on Saturday night. 26 points to 12 over the Melbourne Storm. Now, yesterday, and I have a feeling, and I don't know why I have this feeling, but I have a feeling this may well dominate the text line, the open line, all throughout the day here on SEN. Maybe even into tomorrow as well. Knights 14, the West Tigers 12. Now, First thing I'll say, the Knights, really gutsy. That is one of their best wins I think they've had in their history. Caelan Ponga, and gee, wasn't it bad to see Caelan Ponga go down after just two minutes yesterday? Uh, Not good at all. Um, And you'd have to wonder, will he be taking another extended break out of the game? Um, Has a history of concussions. We know he finished this season last year early, and that was a really, really bad look yesterday. So we wish him all the best. And then they lost Braley. Then they had a player sent off. I think he'll be missing a few weeks. Safidi as well. Safidi as well. Gutsy win. However, the Tigers. Um, We just spoke about the Bulldogs and we were speaking about how we were expecting teams to be improved this year. Most people expected the Tigers to be very improved. Now, I think a lot of people gave them a bit of a free pass last weekend against the Gold Coast Titans after they lost that game. First game playing together, Appy Coruscant didn't play too many minutes. Everyone knew it would be a bit clunky. But that performance yesterday against a team without probably their best player and Jaden Braley out, so they're without one of their harms. They're without a number, their number nine for the majority of the match. They were against 12 men for, well, more than 15 minutes of the game because Dom Young was Sinbin at a, a period of time during that game as well towards the end of the first half. And then Saifidi off for the last, what, 12 or 13 minutes. So let's say they played about 25 minutes against 12 men and they could only come up with 12 points. And really that last try they scored with 45 seconds to go or however long it was, that was 50-50 as well. Their attack, in particular, when they got into the Knights 20, when they looked dangerous, 
There was no communication there, and they looked all over the place. And look, to be perfectly honest, they looked nervous. They looked like they didn't know what to do. Now, I realise they were denied a couple of twice, uh, tries. Alex Twell almost got his first try, um, and then they denied a try before that to Kapoa due to an obstruction, which was a correct call. But you have to be feeling very nervous if you're a Tigers fan, don't you? I think everyone expected them to be showing a lot more this early on in the season. And the other thing to this, and it was mentioned on Twitter a couple of times and other platforms as well, is that the opening two games the Tigers have lost, both at Leichhardt Oval, both at a ground that in previous years, although not recently, used to be a fortress. Next week, they come up against the Bulldogs at Belmore. Um, Now, the Bulldogs were very good against Melbourne, and they're always hard to beat at Belmore, no matter how the Bulldogs are playing. What happens with the Tigers next? There were no... Against the Titans, there were a couple of glimpses. There was nothing yesterday. A few players had some individual decent matches. I thought Luke Brooks actually played all right. But where to from the ti- for the Tigers? Now, that would probably rate as one of the worst performances I have seen from a football team for a very long time, and that's taking nothing away from the Knights. 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. And are people revisiting their wooden spoon predictions? Um, I didn't have the Tigers as my wooden spooners. But after the first couple of the weeks, in particular yesterday, they're in a lot of trouble. We'll see if they can turn things around. It is a long season, a long way to go. But they looked like they really had no game plan yesterday apart from pass the ball around and hope for the best. Really, really disappointing by the Tigers. But as I say, take nothing away from the Newcastle Knights. They were very, very good. But where do you put the Tigers now? It is danger times for the Tigers. And look, if they are to lose, and we'll get to the Dragons win over the Titans in a second, but if they are to lose their next three or four matches, and let's say they start the season zero from five, zero from six, most coaches would be under pressure if that does happen. Tim Sheens, um, would he be under pressure if they do not win a match in the opening four weeks, five, six weeks of the competition? Based on yesterday, they have a lot to improve. And they have to improve quickly. They play the Bulldogs, as I say, next week. And the final game of uh, the round two was last night. It was the Dragons 32 over the Gold Coast Titans 18. Uh, really good performance by the Dragons. The Titans started off very well, didn't they? Leading, leading 12-2. And there were some worrying signs of the Dragons. But after that, uh, with about 15 minutes to go in this first half, and then the majority of the second half, they were very good, the Dragons. Um, the Titans, I think, would be disappointed considering they had a pretty good performance against the West Tigers last weekend, last Sunday at Leichhardt Oval. But the Dragons, of course, they had the buy in round one, so that was their first game of the season. Um, so you'd probably expect them to be a bit clunky, but they were good. They were very good. Ben Hunt, very good. Um, very impressive. The St. George Illawarra Dragons. And I had the Dragons as my wooden spooners, but if they play like that, they definitely won't be. That was a good win. The Titans, again, as we've seen for many, many years, they have one good week and then another bad week. We'll see how they go next weekend. But the Dragons off to a good start. Uh, you couldn't ask for much more if you're a Dragons fan from what we saw last night. So what was your key takeouts from round two of the National Rugby League? A few texts there. I will t- get to them after the break. But your best performance of the weekend, your standout performance of the weekend, your worst performance of the weekend, 
um, and the surprise packet of round two of the National Rugby League. Just quickly looking ahead at round three as well, which we'll get stuck into later on in the week. Begins on Thursday night, which is already a crucial game for the Parramatta Eels when they play Manly at Manly. That's your Thursday night game. Two games on Friday, two really intriguing ones as well. The Knights up against the Dolphins at 6 o'clock. Then the Roosters will play South Sydney at 8 o'clock at Allianz Stadium. Then on Saturday, the Titans will play the Storm. The Cowboys will take on the Warriors and the Broncos will take on the Dragons. And then two games on Sunday, the Bulldogs up against the West Tigers and the Raiders will play the Cronulla Sharks. The Panthers have to buy in round two of the National Rugby League. 0457 736 736. We do that all for Ken Arts Hire. Ken Arts Hire makes your job easy. Talk to someone who has taken the Ken Oath today. Your standout performer of round two of the National Rugby League all the weekend in sport. If there's something else that caught your eye, the worst performance of the weekend. Uh, surely has to go to the Tigers. And your surprise packet of the weekend. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You can call the open line 1300 01 1170 to your text in a second. And we'll wrap up some of the other sport uh, that happened across the weekend as well. It's 13 to 6 in New South Wales, 13 to 5 in Queensland. Just before we finish off the show with your texts, 0457 736 736, your standout performance from the weekend, the worst performance of the weekend and surprise packet of the weekend. Just some other results from across the weekend. Uh, The NBL is going to a fifth game, the grand final series after the Kings won on Friday in front of a record NBL crowd, over 18,000 people there. I know some people that went there said they absolutely loved it. Great atmosphere. Well, you've got another chance to go on Wednesday. The Breakers 80 over the Sydney Kings 70, so they level up the series at 2-all. And Wednesday night, the deciding match uh, to see who will take the NBL title out. So New Zealand Breakers 80 over the Sydney Kings 70, so it'll be a big game on Wednesday night. Uh, The cricket, uh, I reckon it's... More than likely heading for a draw. Uh, India, five for, uh, sorry, 571 in their first innings after Australia made 480. At stumps on day four, Australia in none for three. Uh, Isman Kwaja picking up a bit of a leg injury. Uh, they are 88 runs uh, behind with 10 wickets remaining. And well done uh, to Tim Zhu as well, defeating Tony Harrison in the boxing yesterday. That's just a quick wrap-up of some of the other sport that happened across the weekend. But Fossey and Brandy will have it all covered after 6 a.m. Uh, your text 0457 736 736. This from Dan uh, on Parramatta. Like, he says, like I said last year and after uh, Reid Mahoney Papali debacle last year, uh, and I'm so grateful for it. Who in their right mind would trade a 23-year-old top three hooker in the comp for a 33-year-old coming off two knee Ricos in Josh Hudson, who, look, I think has been okay. But, yes, I think Reid Mahoney offers more. Now, in what universe would a player who plays for Bellamy, Benner or Robinson would, who would take a three-week suspension instead of a $3,000 fine? That, uh, in terms of Ryan Madden, uh, Madison, wouldn't happen. Then the elephant in the room is Brad Arthur. Uh, he, he's, he, Dan thinks he's the most inept coach in the NRL. His bench selections and rotation are eighth grade school comp bad. Again, against the Sharks, one player unused. Well, look, uh, it'll be interesting... As I said, I was asked on the weekend if Parramatta are to lose their next three matches, and they've got Manly, they've got Penrith, they've got the Roosters. All very tricky matches. And that man, and the Manly and the Roosters game, I'm not entirely sure about the Penrith game, I'll have a quick look, but the Manly and the Roosters game are both away from home. Um, and I don't know about the and the Penrith game is at Parramatta. But if they are to lose all three of those matches, zero from five, he'd be under some pressure. Surely he has to be. But they could easily turn things around, but 
I think there's a few worrying signs for Parramatta. Uh, this from the Kingswood Welder. Hi, uh, young Daniel in the nutshell. Thank you, Kingswood. Also, I appreciate you calling the show Peanuts in a nutshell the other day. That was a very good one. Uh, happy Half Day Monday. Uh, well, yes, yes, literally half day. Uh, worst of the NRL, yesterday's Tigers versus Knights. What a bludger of a game. The Kingswood Welder. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a great game. This from the Oval Treeman. Hi, Dan. Still reserving my judgment in the NRL for another couple of weeks. And more interested in, in following Minwoo Lee this morning in the Players' Championships. Notice that he, at the two shots he was behind overnight, has disappeared after three holes. It is currently equal lead-up. Thank you, Yeovil Treeman. Brandy will keep you across that on The Breakfast Show. And Luke, o, Luke Elvey, easy for me to say, a golfing expert, will join them as well. And this from the Chookman. Hi, Dan. That's got to be the worst game I've ever seen from a team in the NRL era. Give them the spoon now. Now, I think that text from Chookman will probably sum up the majority of the texts and calls you're going to hear on SEN throughout the day relating to the Tigers. Thank you for your company today. Coming up on breakfast, as I say, Luke Elvey, golfing expert, Cameron Smith in the last hour between 8 and 9am, and David Riccio will have all the rugby league headlines for our Queensland listers. You will get the first hour of Vossi and Brandy and then Patton Heels from 6am at local time. Tomorrow for us, we'll have all the latest in NRL, Chris Perkins from America, and John Gello will wrap up a big weekend of the English Premier League. Great to be back with you for another week. I'll see you tomorrow morning from 5am. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy follows the news.